welcome to everybody. Um, we'll have a brief introduction and then we'll uh, begin to discuss the paper, particularly focusing on the methodology adopted. I'm Joe Tidd and today I'm in the capacity of the editor of the International Journal of Innovation Management, which is one of the journals that ISPIM um, publishes in. And uh, I'll ask the other two participants to introduce themselves briefly. Ladies first, as always. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Um, yeah, my name is Romana Rauter. I'm associate professor affiliated to the University of Graz in Austria. And um, I'm working in the field of sustainability and innovation management. And it's my pleasure to be here today. Thanks a lot for the invite. I'm very much looking forward to our conversation. Yeah, uh, thanks a lot also for, for having us. Uh, Dietrich, you're watching my name. I'm uh, working as a senior researcher here at the Alpen Adria University in Austria in the Department of Innovation Management and Entrepreneurship uh, with my focus areas in sustainability innovation, organizational creativity and radical innovation and uh, focused on uh, quantitative research in that field, uh, which I think will be uh, quite some part of our conversation here. So I'm, I'm glad to be here. Okay, thank you very much. Um, just very briefly, um, ISPIM will be uh, moderating the uh, chat area and they will be then um, presenting those questions to us and we'll discuss those uh, in real time if we can. If not, we'll finish off at the end and, and mop up all those questions. So please, I encourage you to um, start to chat and question as we proceed. Okay, I'd like to start with a, a broad question, um, which I sort of, personally and also with uh, colleagues like to ask is sort of which came first was it your interest in the specific research questions in terms of sustainability performance or was it really that you had a sort of toolkit a preferred methodology and you were seeking some application of that toolkit mm -hmm. Thanks for uh, this uh, question. I'd like to, to start um, here. And in this case, it was clearly, first of all, um, our research interest and then the, the research gap identified and the questions um, that followed as a con consequence. Um, and why was that so? Why is it uh, like that? Um, like investigating questions like this one that we addressed here in this paper can be considered kind of an interdisciplinary approach still. So it's the linkage, the interface between innovation and sustainability. And the interest in this topic has been increasing um, recently. And uh, still um, we already know a lot coming from either the, the innovation sphere or the sustainability sphere, but bringing those issues together and uh, explore more details in this area um, requires kind of um, such a setting or such a setting can be suitable to, to identify or to answer questions in this setting. So it was clearly the interest and the research um, question first. Okay, thank you. D3, do you want to add to that? Uh, no, but uh, uh, actually, almost everything has been said. So, but but maybe just just uh, just just two words from me on that. So clearly, the, the question was first. Uh, I know that's that's not always the case. Uh, 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 it should be like that all the time. But 
sometimes it's more of well having a preference for a certain method and stick with it because you have you know gained a lot of knowledge and reputation in a certain quantitative or qualitative research setting and stick to that but since we our research question was interested in you know success factors rather than best practices actually a more quantitative approach was more suitable for that kind of question so it was really the question driving the method and not the other way around Okay, that's really good. Thank you for that clarification. I mean, following on from that, um, it's quite interesting that you've chosen to use quite, um, in some ways, quite conventional approaches in terms of a sort of cross-sectional survey-based instrument, and then use uh, regression um, analyses. Um, you go beyond that, and we'll discuss that later in terms of developing indices and measures, and that's very interesting. But can I ask a question? Why didn't you consider, or maybe you did consider and reject the idea of using some sort of structural equation modeling? Because it's terribly um, popular at the moment. SEM is, is, is almost the go-to on the quant side, and, and obviously multiple case studies on the, on the qualitative side. So can I ask you, firstly, you know, did you consider SEM and, and reject it? And so on what basis? And why did you choose primarily to use a cross-sectional survey data instrument and then a, a sort of least squares regression? That's a very good question. Uh, having multi-items and then boiling it down to a regression analysis uh, sounds like a, a step back. Uh, however, and, and uh, we certainly will go a little bit deeper into our uh, core construct, uh, sustainability innovation performance that we develop, developed newly. Actually, this way how we conceptualized it uh, caused us to go back to, re uh, um, uh, or to, to OLS regression. Uh, so because we had these uh, type two second order factor model conceptualization of, of sustainability innovation performance that helps us to learn more about how to, what, what's the, let's say mental model behind uh, this concept. Uh, we, well, this kind of formative constructs, you can't really integrate into a structural equation model as a mediator. So being influenced by certain variables and influencing others, uh, because since we have formative indicators at a higher order for this sustainability innovation performance, actually, well, the entire variance of this variable is already explained by its antecedents, by its formative indicators. So uh, this is the reason why you can't implement this into a structural equation model, such as in uh, a covariance or, or variance space. So because it's in this mediating position, and that's the, that's the reason why we couldn't do that. However, we uh, still applied the structural equation model for the validation of the uh, sustainability innovation performance construct. And we also performed the confirmatory factor analysis uh, for the remaining reflective multi-item scale. So we didn't skip that part uh, in terms of the validation of the measures, but for the main model analysis for this mediation model, we had to go back for, for the specified reasons. Okay, good to know. Okay, so let's, um, let's return before we discuss in more detail, the, the sort of two factor uh, model and the index that you produce, which I think is the most um, novel and innovative part of the method that you adopt and also part of your subsequent findings. Let's begin, if you like, um, with the more, 
existing literature which you draw upon to develop some of the the uh, factors particularly the independent variables so one of the questions i had was why did you choose the sort of competing values framework from the literature where you 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 take uh, in your case four um types of, of culture or archetypes of culture rather than adopting a multi-dimensional measure of culture so the from what I understand the competing values, it, it sort of follows up more a sort of structural approach to culture following Mintzberg and others. You know, so you get the sort of different archetypes, whereas other approaches see culture as multidimensional and therefore focus on, on, on the dimensions themselves rather than aggregating them up into archetypes. So why, why did you choose as your primary sort of um, independent variables, the four archetypes for culture? Romano, would you like to start with that one? Um, yes, I can. <laughs> so, um, uh, first of all, uh, as uh, previously uh, shortly explained already, we were interested in kind of the um, underlying mechanisms uh, within organizations. So this, this was first of all the reason for uh, choosing um, the organizational culture as uh, one, one factor um, of that, that was uh, in the focus of, of our interest and um, to uh, kind of explore and show um, the linkages between this um, cultural disposition and then, um, as uh, said already, uh, the, the dependent variables, sustainability, innovation, um, performance. Um, and uh, secondly, um, this um, construct or the framework itself um, has been uh, used uh, quite often and regularly in various um, types of uh, research studies. So therefore it offered us um, a conceptualization um, which we could draw upon our, our own study. Um, and uh, thirdly, uh, with this kind of first um, indication of four different archetypes, it was helpful in a way to characterize some disposition and characteristics and to kind of show or, or demonstrate that that was our idea kind of differences in between um, those types and to learn more about whether and how they actually kind of influence um, sustainability innovation performance but Dietfried you would like maybe to add more on that yeah, well, the, the beauty of the competing values framework is that it has these archetypes and these archetypes embody so many different aspects, like what's the dominant level of control, what's the bonding, what's the strategic emphasis, do you have more of an internal external orientation. And, uh, and, and so if we would have had to investigate all of these separate cultural factors, this would from a research design actually would not have been possible. Uh, because we would actually have to, each of these cultural single aspects would have needed to be uh, operationalized in a separate scale. Uh, so therefore, these competing value frameworks and the archetypes actually allow us to really investigate a, a bunch of different cultural characteristics. And since the competing values framework is also from an empirical standpoint, uh, heavily investigated and, 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 and very valid, uh, 
uh, it, this was the choice to go for. And it's quite of a, a new topic. So starting with archetypes uh, is probably uh, the, let's say, first way to go. Uh, and the next step would actually then be to go deeper into very specific cultural aspects to dive deeper uh, into the functioning and the relevance of, of, of very specific cultural aspects on achieving sustainability innovation performance. Okay, thank you for that. Um, okay, so we, we come to, I think, the one of the um, most interesting in, in my view, and certainly the most novel aspects of, of this paper, and that's the development of the uh, measure or of the index for uh, sustainability innovation performance. And I think this is the really um, the core of the paper in terms of uh, its contribution, other than the empirical results. So perhaps you can talk us through where that idea came from, because I think it's really quite novel rather than uh, the archetypes we just discussed, where you're pulling them from existing literature and relying on other empirical studies to, if you like, validate that choice of, of uh, variable. Whereas this is, I think, a, a novel contribution in terms of methodology. So, so where did this come from, this idea of this, this index for sustainable innovation performance? And particularly, I'm interested in this, the idea of the type two factor model that you, you apply. I start um, again. So um, what uh, actually was was one of uh, our shared um, research interests is actually um, how or whether we can kind of um, define or or show and demonstrate um, potential results of innovation activities that link to this concept of uh, sustainability. And following these um, considerations and also ongoing uh, discourse in, in literature as well as in practice, um, I need to say, um, we were um, reflecting upon, yeah, as I just said, how and, and whether this can be also operationalized and, and captured. And starting uh, doing so, we considered um, of course, existing works in, in these fields. And we know a lot already, um, so to say, what are similarities and on the other side, also differences between kind of conventional types of um, innovations with a clear focus on, on uh, economic um, aspects, uh, maybe first. In, um, um, and by also like uh, saying or stating that then sustainability oriented innovations or sustainable innovations um, differ in that sense, um, given the fact that they are considered to be more complex, for instance, um, requiring um, more or also different uh, types of um, collaborations also with partners external to the organization and so on and so forth. And um, uh, during this process, we also uh, found out that uh, while the performance measurement of uh, innovations in an economic sense is also very well um, established already, uh, we observed that there is a kind of a gap, so there was a clear lack of a metric um, that we would have considered to be helpful or supportive in our research study to um, capture what I just said, namely essentially the, the um, contributions of innovations also in regard to sustainability, which comprises environmental dimensions as well as uh, social dimensions. So this, this was our starting point um, content-wise. 
Right, and this was uh, where the journey began. And this was a real nail biter because uh, actually, you know, the term innovation is used so frequently and it's, you know, Professor Gemünden once said, it's not the term innovation, it's inflation. So everybody uses it all the time. And currently we have pretty much the same happening with sustainability. And the question that we had to answer is, well, what is sustainability innovation performance actually meaning to people? So, uh, uh, and you know, if you ask somebody, how do you define sustainability? Uh, and then ask another person, you will certainly get different uh, responses. And so therefore we had to find out what is the, the mental model. We had to decompose that. And in quantitative research, actually this is an, an, an approach you can use to actually get to the core what is meant by that. And this is why this type two second order factor model comes in. Uh, and I explained briefly how we did it. So the first step was basically we built a set of items based on the literature, such as Romana said, uh, to find out what are sub dimensions that could be relevant. And this kind of set of items we, we gave uh, the participants of the study actually to rate. And uh, by using explorative factor analysis, we could actually boil it 